The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. very cool. He just passed out. He's Yeah. That didn't sound too bad. And the lightning bump loud. Guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Welcome, my friendlies. Welcome to the big, ferocious dog of broadcasting. Notice Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on Rumble.com, YouTube, and, of course, great radio stations all across the globe. Thank you for being there. I mean that from the bottom of my bottom, from the bottom of my heart. As Rick Dees would say, the bottom of my bottom, Matt, you know, when someone screws up on my show, I mean, what's the name of the show? It's Rick Dees. It's Rick D's. Remember that tattoo, Dave? Producer oh, uh, tattoo, yeah. Dave? If you, never forget if, it. If you mess up, it's me. It's on me, you see? Uh, Don't start it with Dave today because he's already, he's on one, man. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. Out in the green room, he's already, he's getting, he goes, he goes, I go, man, it seems like you hate everybody today. He says, I hate everybody that makes more money than me. Hey, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Dave, you can probably tell that my brother Mark's uh, mic is up a little loud. Hey, Mark, CG Boyer, welcome. Yes, sir. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he, uh, Mark didn't do quite as well as I did at the uh, big uh, poker attorney last uh, night, I but I did, I did, I just couldn't get on a roll. I just couldn't, couldn't find it. You know, and sometimes it just happens, and there's nothing you can do about it. I you, found mine. But I'm uh, I'm honked off today, and it has nothing to do with the uh, poker tourney. Uh, our former producer, Lori Downey Jr., sent me this in an email. Of course, uh, my former spousal equivalent and uh, a great former producer of, uh, of Outlaw Radio, uh, Lori Downey Jr., widow of Morton Downey Jr. And uh, who knew that she would send me something to really get me honked? friggin' off. And it's simply this. Before you go on the air, of course. No, no, no. This was yesterday. Oh, yeah, okay. this this wasn't premeditated. It was something that... So it gave you time to stew on it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been stewing. 
Heritage Auctions, Johnny Carson's iconic home base interview desk, swivel chair, guest chair, guest couch, coffee table, and full array up for auction in June. Johnny Carson's iconic home base interview desk, swivel chair, guest chair, guest couch, coffee table, and set elements uh, from the Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson, 1952-92. Uh, bah, 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 bah. So, okay, we all we now know about the uh, the show. The Carson home base interview desk constructed of what? Okay, don't care about the uh, that. Mr. Carson's swivel chair, okay. I don't care about that. Guest chair featuring... Powder blue upholstery, all right. Sits on a semi-circular tray. Ba, 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 ba. Hold on, chair reupholstered. Um, hold on, the couch. Now, the couch in the picture is my couch. The couch in the picture is the couch that I own from the Johnny Carson show the last decade of the show. Yeah, it's right here. Yes, it is. That that yeah. that couch, it is the exact couch. Mm-hmm. The picture of it is up there on Heritage Auctions. It is the couch that I own. And uh, But wasn't there more than one couch? Uh it was the last decade of the Tonight Show. Okay, yeah, yeah. And but, so they, they're, they're, try, they're trying to proclaim this right. as the couch yeah, yeah. from the set when I have owned that couch since uh about a year or two after Johnny's last uh, televised Tonight Show. Well, I'm going to buy it in the auction, and then I'm going to come pick it up. But why? Why would you do that if I own the original? What I'm saying is, it's it smells of foul play here. Yeah, yeah. it smells like something is. They're using a false picture. They also say guest prop table with rectangular wood top. Well, I have the original round swivel table that sat in between the guest chair or either the guest chair and Johnny or or, Ed. or the couch yeah. and uh, and Ed there sitting in that chair next to Johnny uh, before the guests arrive. But, uh, you know, there's something stinks to high heaven. And I'll tell you this much, this Heritage uh, Auctions, one of the dudes there I have dealt with when he was working at another auction house in Calabasas, California, Uh-oh. he knows uh, that I own this. Shady. So there's something there's something going on, and they're starting the bidding at uh, $100,000. Wow. For the whole kit and caboodle? Yeah, so that includes the desk. And that's fine. You know, I got no problem. I, I don't own the desk. I don't own the desk. Um, but I certainly do own the Johnny Carson couch from the last 10 years of The Tonight Show and the swivel table. And Those are mine. And you have the provenance. I Obviously, I do. I bought it from uh, from Butterfields in Hollywood. Well, there you, I, I, and yes. Butterfields is a very reliable, very like, good source. Well, they were, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if they're around anymore, but uh, yes, yes. And so yeah. so it's a, it's a scam-a-lama-ding-dong. It's a noggin-scratcher. I have the original. I have owned this since about 1990, 30 friggin' years. What do you get a hold of them? Uh, well, Heritage. No, no, no. I have I have a very good friend at a competing auction house. A very good friend. Oh, I know what a, you're talking about. At a huge competing auction yes. house. Yep. And uh, that good. will be my phone call. Now, I thought about having him on, on the show today, but maybe we'll save that until Saturday when I can inquire about the BS that I do believe is going down. Because I do think that a lot of BS 
BS happens when it comes to these auctions. Oh, yeah. And I think that things that I have put up for auction, I think I've been ripped off. Sure. I mean, I but but not by my buddy, and I'm not naming any names, Darren Julian. You, you saw I, the Sotheby's. I'm not naming any names, Darren Julian, <laughs> uh, who, who happens to be a great guy and a reputable guy. And through him, I sold my Madonna Like a Prayer Bustier. Now, that was probably uh, 20 years ago, and uh, I got about uh, four time, four or five times what I paid for it. Now, who knows what it would be worth. Do you still have the uh, James Bond mo- motorcycle helmet? Sold it. Oh, you sold that? Yeah, also. sold that for about uh, 20 times what I paid for nice. it. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Well, see, Matt, you, and you're talking about some of these auctions and the way they go about it. Look at the Pawn Stars. If you look at those guys, because they're always at auctions. They're right. always going to auctions. Right. There's some shady stuff yeah. that comes down. Yeah, I, I really do. I really do think so. Reproduction stuff. Yeah. Uh, fake, you know, whatever. Yeah, it happens, man. Yeah, yeah well, but it might be a safe guess, too, Matt, that you yeah. know, being from the business, that they have duplicates of everything. Well, yeah, I know. But, but, that's, but that's not the point. When this was sold, th- right. when this was auctioned and sold me... Uh, from Butterfields in Hollywood, it was it sold as a one of a kind from the last ten years of the Johnny Carson right. show. It, yeah. And P.S. This the the one being sold by, and I'm not calling them unscrupulous because I don't know. I'm not saying that I won't in the future, but this Heritage Auctions, um, it is the exact same couch that I own. And by the way, Lori... You see Lori in my the picture. Yeah, I get it. Lori might just be looking out for you, man. I don't think she tried to... Oh, yeah, either that or she or she thought, well, maybe that's my stuff, you know, and uh, then she's in for a payday. Okay. <laughs> well, well I, you know, that probably yeah. could cross yeah, someone's mind, too. I, I can't blame her for that. Well, hell no, $100,000. But by the way, I yeah. would go I would go with A looking out for me. That That's what I would go I with. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would think so. But And Matt... That's starting at a hundred grand. Well, you have the table and the couch. You probably end up with a buck fifty on that thing, man. Well, or much less. You never know. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Uh, uh, but you know, and then there are behind-the-scenes deals that are done. Like yeah. my, my Madonna Bustier from the Like a Prayer video. Uh, that thing was it was up for auction, but it was a behind-the-scenes deal with a Madonna fan that uh, my buddy Darren Julian happened to know, and he did the deal behind the scenes. So that's the way that was sold. Well, you know, so it's really it's it's yeah. odd how this whole thing works. Well, there's collectors and there's people out there also. Just by referring back to Pawn Stars again. That they like these movie memorabilia, like these people that collect all this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, they, like me. Well, yeah, but they they might give you more than you think, or you never know. But get get a hold of somebody like Pawn Stars because they yeah. buy this stuff and they put it on auction themselves. I want to go on record as saying, uh, Wonder Hussy, uh, because of us, you are developing new fans and not one to boast. And uh, we I, we're not here to take all the credit for it, but because we are fans of that YouTube phenom. Wonder Hussy. Uh, my buddy John Alby is now a huge fan and sent me her latest video, which, by the way, God, am I a sycophant or what? I've already seen it. It's the one where she's uh, she's talking about uh, the dancers in Vegas, you know, the classic dancers. And, yeah. and she tried that, but not on stage, but making a buck on the street, <laughs> dressing up and, you know, building her own costume. Oh, and, the showgirl stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so John Alby sent me this thing and I'm thinking geez I already saw this thing but see that Wonder Hussy Wonder Hussy we love you we love you 
Uh, Just let me do a new theme song. No, no, no. The only thing I could think of was uh, was really rude and sexual oh, where, where I was going with that, so I stopped. No. Okay, but Wise I mean, choice. yeah. But by the way, it, w- it would not offend Wonder Hussy no. because because not unlike us, meaning my brother Mart, Tattoo Dave, our producer Mark C G Boyer, T. and yours truly, Magic Matt Allen at Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube and Rumble.com. You have to punch in it exactly like that. We are un offendable. You can't offend us. No. And I do believe that Wonder Hussy is the same way. Well, man, I still... She has ha- great sensibility. I still haven't washed the sheets because she slept in my bed, you know, so I haven't washed the sheets. Oh, I've been in there sniffing around. I know you, you have. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. You're welcome. In, <laughs> fa- in fact, I wonder... I, I wonder, wonder how much your fans might... <laughs> Might pay for a little little sliver of the sheets. Just cut little, cut piece, well, let's cut make little a, pieces. Cut little pieces off. A package deal. Come and sniff. Hey, and Dave. Then sit on Johnny Carson's couch. Hey, Dave. Dave, that's not a bad idea. Wonder Cussy. Wonder Cussy. Wonder. Well, I'm getting excited. Wonder. Wonder Hussy. Sh- uh, sheet slivers. <laughs> oh boy. You know that's that's really an interesting idea. She would go for it. Yeah. yeah. And you oh, sit, yeah. On, sit on the couch while we hand it to <laughs> Yeah. Uh, old uh, Tattoo David, I'm minding our own business on Tuesday night. I received an email by our buddy Tom Omer, who uh, certainly fended for our country. Uh, he uh, he worked for the Simi Valley Police, the LAPD, and uh, a good patriot and a great American. Great guy. Tom great guy. Omer. I showed him all my guns two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Was he impressed? He loved them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a gun-toting, uh, patriotic, uh, America-loving man. Wait, you showed him all three? He sent me a note, and okay, Dave. and it was simply uh, your last chance to see Nefarious, the movie that he's starring in, with, hey, Dave, I can never think Sean of Sean Patrick ne- uh, Flannery. Flannery, yes. That guy, my God, is that guy brilliant. So, so Dave and I trekked over to Simi Valley. It's not that long a track, what, 18 minutes, and... Man, the movie turned out to be tremendous. Yeah. It really Well, Matt, the night and, and by the way, they're not paying me. I know a lot of radio uh, uh, radio personalities are promoting us and they're smart because they're receiving compensation. We're not receiving a dime by telling you that Tom Omer, who plays the warden in this, and Sean Patrick Flannery, who is the star of this damn thing, this movie is riveting and compelling. I showed you the trailer the night before. I showed you, because the first time I watched it, and you're like, oh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to that uh, tomorrow. I think I'm going to see it. I was impressed with the trailers. Well, you got you to see this movie. Yeah, man. you got to see it. It sucks you in. It is worthy, and I love Simi Valley. God, I love Simi Valley. What a place. They take care of their people in Simi Valley. How do I explain this? As you're in, in line to grab the popcorn, uh, way in the back of the where the line would be, you can just open up the cooler and grab yourself an ice cream, right? Nice. You're expected to grab it and then pay for it at the concession uh, the concession table. Good right? old days. No, no, no. Uh, yes, the good old days. It's like it's like the fifties in Simi Valley <laughs> where they trust their patrons. Uh, you you wouldn't system. you wouldn't find that anywhere. Nah. You wouldn't find an open friggin' refrigerator holding a bunch of uh, 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 ice cream novelties where someone could just procure them because you can't. Trust most people. Right. See, people aren't born good. People are not born good. Is Period. 
period. Well, some people never get good. Except, except, and you're gonna you're gonna think, oh God, Matt, did you really say that? Except me. Oh God. For some for some reason, <sighs> well, I've never stolen, not even a candy. <sighs> I've I've always believed in people. I always believed in in all females. Then why do dogs hate I you? Was, I don't know. <laughs> Only only dogs that you bring over. Yeah, the house, okay. Yeah, All I, right. yeah. That's it. Because oh. I I'm a big fan of dogs. Dogs are a big fan of mine. Um, <laughs> so you taste good. So so, so wait a minute, wait a minute, But you were you were with Tom Omer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got some little special treat. Well, yeah, we we had a too. we had a uh, well no no special treat. Well, he had a discount card for the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, <laughs> if you count that, and then we had a couple cocktails at TGI Fridays. Uh, yeah. Which is not not my number one favorite place, but it turned out to be a, a nice little experience, and the cocktails were real good. Bloody Mary was great. Uh, the uh, whiskey sour, little homage to my daughter Alexandra. She's a whiskey sour gal there in the Midtown Manhattan, the the only conservative in Midtown Manhattan. And uh, did you guys high five at TGF? No, no, no. I do I do not high five. We're we're men, and men shouldn't high five. It's only the gaggle of women who are sitting there, and it's about six or seven of them. Every Every few minutes, they'll high five, and woo! if you don't know what they're high fiving about, I'll clue you in. <laughs> Men suck. That's what that's what they're high fiving. Men suck. We don't need them, ladies, do we? No, no, yeah, high Yay! five. Yeah, women love to high five, don't they? <laughs> and and by the way, I don't trust guys who high five. I do not trust men. Now nah, nah, we got a chest bump. <laughs> no, no, that's even worse. Well, you're going to say gay or... No, I didn't hate. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, well, I was oh, thinking... You said something. I was thinking gay or... And, and not that there's anything wrong with that if you are gay, but if you're a heterosexual male, I don't know about that chest bumping thing. I, I just don't know. It may feel too good, and then, you know, I'll, I'll find myself on the other side of the aisle. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I have very sensitive, uh, you know... Uh, well, yeah. Last thing I wanted to hear. Nipples. Wow. Uh, he said it. Mark, uh, he said it. Mark Edward <laughs> Pompey. Wait, do I have time for that? Yeah. Uh, yes. Do we have four minutes? We have six. Okay. Okay. Almost six. Okay. Mark Edward Pompey, hmm. uh, who was uh, watching the show, I think it was last week or the week before, where we were comparing the uh, Edward Norton song. No, what's that? Uh, Ed Sheeran. Sharon. Uh, Ed uh, Sheeran's song with uh, Marvin Gaye. And of course, he won his lawsuit. And uh, we made a big deal out of it because it was. And for uh, old Ed uh, Sharon, man, he came out smelling like a rose. And I thought he should have because I don't. I don't think he ripped it off. Well, Mark Edward uh, Poppy, who seems to be a fan of uh, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube and or Rumble.com and and great stations, he says it hinged on a set of chords he used. However. He came with a list that he used during the testimony on on the stand of all the songs that used the same chords. Uh, it was a long list. I understood and agreed about the uh, other Marvin Gaye versus Robin Thicke lawsuit. That was obvious. I disagree with you, Mark. Completely there. I don't think it was obvious. I agree with I him. I don't think Robin Thicke should have uh, should have lost. He should have totally lost. The other one that I uh, well, that's the great thing about America. I mean, we can. Well, disagree. I'm a musician. I know we, that this song uh, is exactly the same. Excellent. And you're yeah. wrong. The yeah. other one that I uh, caught after the uh, Selena craze <laughs> happened, part of the song back in the Chain Gang, was lifted by uh, Selena's songwriter brother originally without permission. It was obvious. He puts in capitals. I did a bit of research, and it appears they worked out. 
uh, permission after the fact by giving the original writer a copy of the, the uh, Spanish song. They later sold it as a cover. Okay, well, that's, that's easy. Uh, Mark Edward Pompey, but here we go. Here's the big one. And get ready. You have it on your sheet there. Uh, it's the second cut there. Get ready there, uh, Tattoo uh, Dave. It, yeah, it's yeah. I could, couldn't make it any simpler than saying it's the second cut on the sheet. And and uh, you're much smarter than me, so I know you know where the hell that is. Uh, the one I didn't understand was the Huey Lewis versus Ray Parker Jr. suit. It appears to have started because Parker was hired to help score Ghostbuster. He was uh, he was played. I want a new drug. Um, he then proceeded to write a song similar to that song. Lewis and company thought it was too close, but I don't see it. Lewis is more rock, Parker more pop. I heard new drug today and still didn't see what the lawsuit alleged. Okay, Mark Edward Pompey, and I appreciate you watching and, and listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, but my God, you're an idiot. You're, this this is the most in-your-face ripoff of another song, I think, in the history of plagiarism just, when it comes to music. Just call one of our new fans an idiot. I mean, that's <laughs> great. That's how we attract our people okay, like that. Okay, Mark, do you know the two songs? I want. Yeah, I do. They're spot on. They're the same. And, and the fact that Mark Edward Pompey... Well, don't call him an idiot, though. How is he? How is this man not an idiot? If for some reason he doesn't hear the similarity between "I Want a New Drug" by Huey Lewis and "Ghostbusters" by Ray Parker Jr. He's an idiot. Are you uns- are you unsubscribing now? Okay, Mark? so so here we go. What what I'm going to do? Let, let's start it. We'll stop it a little bit. We only have a few minutes, and then we'll probably take this on to break. Here we go. Listen carefully to the exact same song. Cut in between each song. Little mashup coming at you. Same song. Yeah, it is. Hit me now. Even the synthesizer. I, I, the whole thing. Listen, listen. There it is. <laughs> Same key. Everything. But Mark, Mark Edward Poppy doesn't hear it. Wow. I challenge him on this one, man. That's, yeah. Mark, come on. I mean, that's... It's spot on, the same yeah. song. It's unbelievable. I mean, it, there's a difference between, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's spot on. It's the same song. It's almost like it was sampled. I like the mashup. Oh, yeah, no, it's a good, you, you know why you like it? Because they're the same song. <laughs> one's for a movie, one for, you know, yeah. I mean, good a call. This dude... Went to the studio. Went to the studio. Went. I'll just use this for this one too, man. Screw it. I just wrote that. So he knew. He knew what he did. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
Okay. Hey, by, by the way, let's not do a let's not do a Ghostbusters sequel with women. How about that? Oh, how that? Right. How that? Right. How that right. woke up? How that woke uh, movie turn out? Huh? Uh, pile of turd. All right. When we return, we will. Uh, we will. Uh, <laughs> Well, Matt, it, no, it's like, uh, it's, but see, this is a different thing. This was sampled by uh, Vanilla Ice. That was sampled, the Queen song. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he was sued. He was. No, it's, okay. Queen won. And of course they won because yeah. it was a sample. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to get to. This is a big show in mere minutes on uh, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.